on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Here's the whiskeys we're going to be discussing today. From Old Ezra, we have the Old Ezra Rye, seven-year-old straight rye whiskey. From Bardstown Bourbon Company, we have their Origin Series bourbon, the Origin Series weeded, bottled, and bond bourbon, and the Origin Series Kentucky straight rye. And from Uncle Nearest, we have the Uncle Nearest straight rye, the uncut, unfiltered rye, the single barrel whiskey, barrel number eight, and the single barrel rye, barrel number one. Everybody's palate is different. So that's why it's important to have a show like ours where you have four or five people going around the room because there are certain things people pick up. You got two people here picking up the vegetal thing and it's knocking them over. You got two people over here not picking up at all. Yeah. I'm have searching. Have you eaten a vegetable, that. Bob? You don't look like you eat vegetables. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios why because that's where the good stuff is it sips suds and smokes with your smoking host the good old boys It's sipping time. Hey, yes, it's sipping time again. Hello and welcome to this sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. Oh, that's a fact. You know what? There's a contract dispute between some of these uh, stations and their providers. So when long as those other shows are off, we're good to go. Yep, thanks to the SAG but, after strike, the yeah, writer's strike. Mm-hmm. We're the best thing on, baby. Yeah. Yep. I'm sorry. I wrote this script, so therefore I must have crossed the picket line. <laughs> I feel bad because we actually <laughs> we actually went to the Writers Guild Theater when we won the Taste Awards this year. So sorry, I sorry I wrote my own script. So <laughs> well, uh, our sip segments are all about. Oh wait, sorry, forgot to introduce everybody first. So let's start with the introduction. So we have Made Man Brent. Thanks. Uh, why are there so many frogs in the basement today? I like frogs. What do you got against frogs? <laughs> got to kiss a lot of them, I guess. That's how you get around, man. And May Man Maury. Pleasure to be here in the damp basement again today, Bob. Thank you. And good old boy Harm. Thanks, Bob. Um, I was thinking, we have a lot of banjo in the intro. It made me remember a, a Steve Martin joke. He was talking about how the, comparing the banjo to a guitar. Mm. The difference is guitar players, you know, get to have sex. <laughs> we have too much banjo. <laughs> You should be used to banjo. I mean, you, you have to go visit your in-laws in Alabama. I mean, I'm sure you hear a lot of banjo. And, and that's when I run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Paddle faster, I hear banjo. Hey, boy, you got a pretty mouth. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, our six segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and pretty much anything else you can sip. And here's the whiskeys we're going to be discussing today. From Old Ezra, we have the Old Ezra Rye, seven-year-old straight rye whiskey. From Bardstown Bourbon Company, we have their Origin Series Bourbon, the Origin Series Weeded, Bottled, and Bond Bourbon, and the Origin Series Kentucky Straight Rye. And from Uncle Nearest, we have the Uncle Nearest Straight Rye, the Uncut, Unfiltered Rye, 
the single barrel whiskey barrel number eight and the single barrel rye barrel number one so we're going to go to Ooh. brent and have him uh tell us about our sips ratings thanks bob we'll be tasting and discussing these whiskeys and rating them with these sips ratings plus our signature sounds one sip give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth I'm not saying he's not doing a good job, but I do miss Justin. Two sips. Nice. But what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? Could you do a really bad accent? I, I'm missing Justin. You're missing Justin? Yeah. <laughs> Three sips. Mm, interesting. What was that in his class? There's the drunken <laughs> leprechaun. What was that? Oh There's God. the drunken leprechaun I've been looking for. <laughs> Four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. <laughs> That's classified. Remember that time the Keebler elves made rum cookies? Yeah. Five sips. Oh, my. I was wondering where anything could be this good. Oh, my goodness. Yes! 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 Kiss my lucky charms. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Okay. Gosh. Well, let's uh, let's go talk about our next well, pitter, whiskey. Pitter-patter, let's get at her. Okay, Wayne, Maybe settle down. Our first whiskey. Let's talk yeah. about our first whiskey. So, Brent, tell us about that one. Thanks, Bob. So, this first whiskey is Old Ezra, seven-year-old, straight rye whiskey. It's 57% ABV, 114 proof, seven years old. Old Ezra, seven-year straight rye whiskey is a blend of two rye mash bills, 51% rye whiskey and 95% rye whiskey. Is aged a full seven years and is bottled at full proof, 114 proof, 57% ABV, to deliver a full complex flavor. Oh, yeah! Yeah, this has got that nice copper penny uh, color to it. The um, the nose on this, this uh, I love this nose. It's like orange and honey and a little bit of vanilla on it, on the palate. The first thing I picked up on the palate was actually tobacco. And then, the, then it just follows off with the, with the baking spice and the vanilla and the honey. Um, it's just a beautiful creamy mouthfeel, which I, you know, when, when you think of rye, you don't always think of a creamy mouthfeel. Then you got this nice, beautiful finish to it. It just lingers and lingers and lingers. I was pleasantly and uh, love this, love this expression. What about you, uh, Maury? You know, Brent, as much as I hate to admit it, I think you were spot on. I thought your description was right on. It was definitely a beautiful mouthfeel. Um, I love the creaminess. I thought it hit all the boxes. Uh, it was really a beautiful whiskey. I was really pleasantly surprised. Uh, I think it punches way above its weight. I think for the price, it's an outstanding whiskey. Um, it's got plenty of flavor. It's got plenty of proof behind it. Seven years, it's it's done. It's not immature. It's uh, it's really an expression that uh, I I was very much surprised. Hadn't tried it before, but I think if you see it on the shelf, it's worth having uh, at home on your bar. Oh, for sure. Herm? Thanks, Brent. Um, you know, I, I really, I'm coming back to this whiskey. I'm thinking about it more. When I, when I first tasted it, when we first poured it, I mean, the nose was just amazing. It was, just, was the first thing I poured today. I said, oh, that just smells great. I thought, this is going to be a good show. So, and it, it, it comes, um, and it's been sitting in the glass. It's just been getting better. It's been nicer. It's softened. I, it's rounded. It's smoothed out. 
And and what I've had the old Ezra seven year old bourbon before. Yeah. But this is my first time I've had the rise. It's a new expression from them, I guess. Yeah. And um, I rather you said you got the tobacco on the palate right away. Yeah. That came in later for me. I first for me it was like toasty oak, but um, you you said um, orange, right? Yes. I'm getting like orange, like flowers, and orange blossom, and then like candy and vanilla custard. But the, I smelled that sweet tobacco too. You smell on on the nose. I, it, initially, I didn't smell it, but now when you go after you, you tasted it, yeah. after you've tasted it, and you go back to it, then you can get a little bit of it. Yeah, Man, this is I I really dig what they did here because it's it's not that ninety five five rye that everybody's familiar with that's over the top with the orange peel or sometimes dill. They've got that fifty one and that ninety first. They don't they don't tell us the percentages that they blended them in, but doing this blend, I think they did a great they job. They did a great job. Mm. They really did. Bob, well, it's, it's like everything that they have done so far like the old ezra seven we the first did that how a couple years ago when that first came out and we were all blown away i mean this cost how much a bottle well that, after that show it doubled oh yeah yeah well yeah i mean the wholesale price stayed the same but what you yeah. paid at the store yeah. so we're going to tell people this one is really bad and yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't look don't look for this one don't on the look shelf. for this one on the shelf leave it there the the folks at lux row have always we were discussing before they've always pitched above their weight they've always given you a better bottle of whiskey for the dollar than a lot of folks do i mean they they routinely do that that old ezra bourbon was fantastic and for the money you could not beat it so when i saw this i that was my first thought is i hope it's i hope it lives up to the bourbon and it absolutely does i mean on the nose it's just orange cream i get in the very tip of the nose just a little bit of a dusty wood note to it and on the palate there's that warm honey with that with that mm. wood too yeah it's it's honey and vanilla it's got a great mouth coat to it it really it covers the whole palate i get that sweet pipe tobacco on the back end on the finish on it I mean, just a really well-blended, well-put-together whiskey. And, you know, again, I wish the finish were longer. I think that's the only thing knock I have against it. It's, it's long. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's, you know, to get a longer finish, you're, you know, you're going to pay 200 bucks or more. Yeah, I you're mean, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. If, for uh, what this is probably selling for at MSRP, this is a long finish. I mean, it's, it's over. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a longer finish than most. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, again, another, so far, everything they've done under all the old Ezra Sevens have been an absolute knockout. So, you know, congratulations to them. Really well put together whiskey. And we're going to be rating the old Ezra seven-year-old straight rye whiskey a well-deserved four sips. That's classified. Hey, guys, if you do another release, send a, send a full-size bottle. So, <laughs> Yeah, this... You might get an extra a sip if you send us a big one. <laughs> it's not the way we work. <laughs> yeah, if you send a case, you know, you might get eight. I don't know. Um, so that takes us on to our next whiskey. So we're going to have Harm tell us a little bit about that one. Thanks, Bob. So uh, our next whiskey is the Bardstown Bourbon Company Origin Series Bourbon, 48% ABV. And since its founding, Bardstown Bourbon Company has grown to be a major player in the bourbon industry. While carefully waiting for their own distillate to reach maturity, they have become the go-to custom distiller for many known non-distiller producer brands. After six long years, the wait is finally over as they release the Origin Series, consisting of three different six-year-old whiskeys, the Origin Kentucky Straight Bourbon, 
the Origin uh, Bottled and Bond, and Origin Kentucky Straight Rye. The full series, all of which has been distilled, aged, and bottled at Bardstown Bourbon Company. So this is 100% theirs from uh, grain to glass. Well, I guess they don't grow the grain. They buy the grain. But, you know, it's distilled in there, and they're, they're bottling. Uh, it will be uh, distributed to 24 states and the distillery gift shop and uh, a number of online retailers as well. The Bartstown Bourbon Company Origin Series Bourbon, 48% ABV, 96 proof. Six-year-old mash bill is 60% corn, 36% rye, and 4% malted barley. The color is a beautiful copper penny. And on the nose, um, what hit me first was caramel, and then I got like the orange blossom, and there's some stone fruit, uh, a little bit like, I mean, I'm not sure it's peach or apricot. And then underneath, you see the oak starts coming out, and it's, it's really rich. Um, on the palate, caramel, caramel, vanilla, cinnamon. And um, it's got a nice medium-long finish with a little bit of herbal and stone fruit quality going on. Brent? Yeah, this is um, the nose gave it more promise than 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 the, the palate. palate. Yeah. Let me agree with you, Brent. I, re I really enjoyed the nose to this, you know, and we'll get back to this and talk about this after the break. Hey, and we're back, and we are discussing uh, some whiskeys from Bardstown Bourbon Company. Brent was telling us his thoughts on the first one here. Yeah, I was getting onto the palate. So when uh, right off the bat, on the, the fruits don't come through very much when you on the palate right away, you know. And so I get like a floral, light clove note. Um, I get some bitterness to it and stuff, and it's very front forward on the palate. It doesn't give you that mouth that mouth coating that you know you like to have in a in a nice bourbon and stuff. It doesn't give you that that whole mouth coating. I, I was just a little bit on the a little bit of bitterness for me, uh, you know. Just you sure that's not a defect in your soul? It probably is. Yeah, I definitely have a bitterness in my soul. It so. it, it, it doesn't have that mouth coating palate like you're talking about. It's a little bit well, not watery, I would say, but it's a little bit lighter on the palate. Not doesn't give you that uh, like nice heavy hug. It, it but, tastes kind of younger than a six year old. Well, man, let's try this at seven. Let's yeah. see. I think they're going the right place. You know, because you know, oftentimes we, we like. I find that it happens more in wine than it does in whiskeys, but the nose promises everything, and then you taste it. It doesn't stand up. Right. It's been a while since that's happened to me in, in, in when we were doing the radio show, doing in the whiskeys here. And this this one is one of those. The nose promises the world, the, but the whiskey just doesn't quite show up for the rest of it. I think that's but a nice way to describe it, Harm. But yeah. it, it maybe if we had this had more air. I didn't put any water in it. I don't know. We've we've had it out for quite some time. Yeah. I, I would say that it's a lovely whiskey. It's to me, I would describe it in two words: light and sweet. Um, I found it a little bit of a lighter style. It was definitely not mouth coating. It was definitely not that viscous, uh, creamy mouthfeel that we're used to. And I, I thought it was just. Uh, not as complex as I would have liked. It was, but the nose is so complex. So yeah. I think that tells me but this is going to be a better whiskey. Just yeah. give maybe another year. I think, I think another year, year or two yeah. years is going to really well. Here's, really here's the thing, and 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 hats off to them for doing it. How many people set up a distillery and start pushing stuff out at eighteen months and two years, two and two and a quarter exactly. years, two and a half years, exactly two and three it. quarter years, or they make you buy their vodka or eights. their gin, yeah. So they've been, you know, they, they had enough sense to sit on it until they had a respectable product to put out. And, you know, this is 
a well-made six-year-old product. I mean, is it going to improve? I think it's actually going to get better. If they give it, you know, wait till seven or eight. But I, I agree with you there. But that's, that's the thing. It's so promising on the nose. It's only going to get better. It has yeah. to be. It has to get better. Yeah. It's, and, and, it's, and, it's it's not, and it's not like this many, is not like this more is on bad, wine than whiskey. More on wine. Yeah, it happens you'll, a lot yeah, more on wine. You'll, you'll, you'll stick your nose in that glass and you'll go, oh, my God, this is going to be. And you'll sip it and you'll go, oh. Water. <laughs> what mean, happened? That's, yeah. That's not the case here. It's not like you go, uh, you know? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I, I, I don't want people yeah. to get that idea. No, 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 yeah. no. I was, that, that's an extreme. Yeah. That's an extreme example. It just didn't quite match up to what yeah. the nose was. It's like strawberries. They smell better than they taste. They taste good. But they always smell better than they taste. You're really broken. Yeah. No, I'm serious. You are just wrong. Well, of course, you put them in a blender with ice and some rum. You know what? Yeah. yeah. A little bit of sugar. You yeah. Cover a little bit the, of sugar. Cover, yeah. this, get this. A little sweet yeah. and sour mix. And, there you yeah. go. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That, that got me through four years of Catholic high school. So <laughs> <laughs> had a nun teach me that cocktail. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, on the nose. Yeah. I, I definitely get the apricot on it. I get a heavy caramel. I definitely get the the underplayment of the oak and in their notes they have mint and I swear I don't know if it's a power suggestion I do pick up just that slight bit of coolness of the mint on the very tip I of the I do nose. not smell it and I I disagree with that completely but on the finish on the on the very end of the finish I pick up a little bit of that mint I, I mentioned earlier. I mean, I got most of the fruits on, from the palate on the finish. Mm-hmm. Is where I got most of the fruits after you know that followed through on the nose. I agree. Yeah, I, so. I thought the palate was sort of muted and um, you know not very complex. Did anybody put water in it? Provided some. I don't know. You guys are bogarting all the water down there, so slide not, some water down here. Some, let's I'm give it a try. Pour a little bit more first. This is the uh, green label. Was the first one? I don't think it was green. No, I think it's the, the white color. Yeah. The white creamy. Oops. <laughs> Mind the microphone. <laughs> hey, I had, I had, uh, I've got priorities. I need to pour some more whiskey. <laughs> we'll, we'll worry about the microphone later. Let's see. Still that it's, beautiful nose. A little bit of cold water. It softens there. it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. The water definitely and, does open it up a bit. Yeah. I get more fruit on the nose with the water, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the nose definitely even opens up more. And the mouthfeel. Yeah, the mouthfeel comes out the with mouth the water. The mouthfeel is better with the water. Yeah. Taste it. Do it. Here, here's I the did. Water. I just yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think this one's just a little bit closed up. But uh, again. Give another year to what I always What I always say is, you know, a lot of people, and I understand when you're starting out, sometimes you do have to push stuff out before you're ready. And, and there's a lot of distilleries out there who we love, who we had stuff when they first started that was like, mm, but now they're making great stuff. And I understand, you know, it's not like opening a brewery. You open a brewery and buy, you know, on a Monday and by Friday, you have product, you're selling it. You know, I mean, it's a lot of money and a lot of operational cost to get to the point where you have whiskey to sell. So I understand why some push it out earlier. But if you're uh, these, the fact that these guys didn't, is if you're well financed and you're you think it out and you've you've got got the backing, you can hold off for five or six or seven years. And, you know, and they've done it just like Wilderness Trail did it. Mm-hmm. And 
didn't come out with a subpar product, came out with a Woodenville and Washington yeah, did the same, thing? the same thing, you know, came out with they a, started, a respectable the thing is you product. have to start with money. They had yeah. partners with money. <laughs> That's it. You got to have money. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like anything else. If yeah. money helped, money can cure almost anything. Yeah. So you went, you went through the construction money, and you money, paid all your employees during yeah. the time. Yeah. Of money and time. Yeah. Money and time is all you need. But, uh, you know, overall, you know, a, a solid effort. So we're going to be rating the Bardstown Bourbon Company Orange Series Bourbon. Well-deserved three sips. I think it should be higher. I, 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 Honestly, with water, I'm leaning higher myself, but that's what we put down. So let's go right. on to our next one. We're going to have Maury tell us about that one. All right. Well, thank you, Bob. The next whiskey we're going to discuss is the Barstown Bourbon Company Origin Series Weeded Bottled and Bond Bourbon. It comes in at 50% ABV or exactly 100 proof. Uh, it is 68% corn, 20% wheat, and 12% malted barley that's a high barley content yeah it really is so this whiskey uh like the last again has a nice burnished copper color to it add some water the barley comes out on the nose there's definitely some serious baked peaches and cream um there's hints of cocoa and lemon on the palate very similar to the other one you get a lot of stone fruit and toffee And then it finishes kind of medium. Again, like the first whiskey, I found this one to be a little bit light, a little bit sweet, um, well made, uh, but not as complex as what I'm used to. I think that this whiskey, again, is going to continue to evolve, and uh, I would love to see this whiskey in another year or so, but I think it was well made and it's going the right direction. Harm? I, I think it's gotten better with air. When I first smelled it, I was not impressed. I could hardly smell anything when I first poured it. And now the baked peach and cream you're talking about just yeah. explodes out of the glass. I got at earlier when I we first poured it, all I got was the lemon and a little bit of cocoa. But mm. now that's coming at the end. Yeah, out of the bottle, it was yeah. very muted. Um, but, you know, I think that's the case for a lot of weeders. Wheat whiskeys to me are they just need time. To, they need more aging. Yep. They, are, uh, they tend to be softer. So I expect that from weeders. I'm not a huge weeder fan, but, you know, a lot of people are. Weeders generally need another year or two. And if, if you like this soft style, this is, this is uh, right up your alley. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, I prefer scotch and I prefer rye, uh, and, but weeders are just too light for me usually. But as this evolved in the Racist. class, it's getting better. Hey, I, I married a weeder. Mm-hmm. She's, she's, Alabama doesn't wear shoes. Yeah, white so, room, man. So you this guys one, are dumber than a box of hair. Yeah, this one, what it really reminds me of is a, a peach cobbler with some fresh whipping cream on it. And it's just a very soft and elegant, a little bit of peachy, just, uh, it was nice. Nice little warming finish to the end. Um I did. Yeah, this I enjoyed is, it. I mean, it, was, uh, it keeps getting better. Yeah. yeah, it's there's nothing harsh about it. It's nice and nice and light and creamy and. I found um, it to be a little light. I found it. I, I would call it a little bit entry level. Too light for you, really? It was too light. Yeah, it was just like it's very soft. I mean, it's. Mm -hmm. uh, it, I mean, I do agree with that. It's a. Uh, it's 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 got that softness. It's a little to it. feminine. Little little. Yeah. Just, there's nothing wrong with feminine, man. Nothing wrong with more trying out his bring, feminine side bring right me, now. Bring me some more feminine, baby. Mm -hmm. The soft, the soft fuzzy sweater. Yeah. No, it's, I, 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 I'm with harm. I think this, the nose is significantly improved since when we owned it. When we opened it, I, that's all I got was I got lemon. Yeah. But now I'm getting that creamy peach. Um, 
Yeah, it's like I'm getting a. I don't know if I'd say it's cocoa or. It's a little bit of baking spice like in there. A, yeah, there's a yeah, little baking a, spice, but it's kind of like a mocha, mocha baking spice kind of mix. I added water to mine, and that definitely opened up the nose. Hmm. It's missing. It's missing a little bit of that brioche taste or smell mm. that would actually make it like a peach cobbler. Mm-hmm. You know, more of that pastry. But with a little bit yeah, of water, um, the you know the 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 fruits come out. I'm getting pear. I'm getting a little bit of peach. Okay, pear? Yeah. yeah. There is something wrong with you. And I get that toffee on the finish, and it's it's got a nice finish. It 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 definitely stays with you. I, I you know at least a medium to a medium long finish. It it coats the mouth very very well. Slightly slightly salty. You yes. Get the top of your mouth covered. Yeah, exactly. S- slightly salty creamy that, that's yeah. really interesting and nice a i like it a slight bit of salinity yeah it's, it's nice yeah i'm again uh i i think they're you know they're on to it they're they know what they're doing over there um and i think this one's a winner so mm-hmm. uh we're going to be rating the bardstown bourbon company origin series weeded bottled and bond of well-deserved three sips interesting bob why don't you tell us about the next one all right let me pull that one out here so the next one we're going to talk about is the bardstown bourbon company origin series kentucky straight rye it's 48 percent abv 96 proof the mash bill is a 95 5 95 rye 5 percent malted barley this is finished in custom barrels comprised of alternating toasted oak and toasted cherry wood staves so interesting which completely explains that nose which is like absolutely just bursting with ripe cherry. I thought it was because I ate cherries for breakfast this morning, and it really and it's like kind a, of and it's kind <laughs> of like ripe cherries, uh, but at the very tip of the nose, it's that. But it's not candy cherries. These are like no, no, these are like the dark. These are like the dark red cherries, like real yeah. cherry. Not like yeah. it's not like cherry cough drops or you know. Cherry no, this lifesavers. is not Lasardos. This is yeah. this is like real yeah. cherry. It's not like you know Fresh Jolly Ranchers. Which right. don't this get is, me wrong. There's nothing wrong with a cherry candy. I love them. But this has got the stem in the yeah, pit with it. You exactly. Know? <laughs> this is like real cherry. Yeah. Um, but you know, to me, the cherry didn't stand out as much as the toasted oak. Yeah, it's they're 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 sort of fighting for the top level there. But I definitely get that on the nose. Mm-hmm. I get that little bit of dilliness in the very tip of the nose. Like it's not the a little bit, man. It it comes, it comes, it grows. It's floral, and I get yeah. a bunch of green coming out. But that cherry is just so it just leaps out of the glass, which is really kind of cool. Mm. On the palate, I'm getting toffee. I'm getting a little bit of mocha on it. A little bit of baking spice, dark, dark, almost burnt caramel. Yeah, nice. Very nice. Gives you a nice mouth coat, covers the whole palate. I think uh, I think the weeder actually had a little bit longer finish, but I added water to that. I haven't added water to this, so let's put a little squirt in there. And uh, what do you think, Brent? This is, so that palate, I mean, the nose on this one, again, is over promising for the palate to me. Yeah. I mean, uh, oh, I'm expe- I, I'm expecting cherry jolly rancher when I drink. <laughs> right. Yeah. I 
And if I it was, a, I would not complain. I'm, yeah, I mean, I got weird, some, but I got some bitterness from the tannins from this, from the Ooh. and you know, tobacco yeah. and toffee, a lot but, of baking spice. Yeah, a lot yeah. of a lot of baking spice, but the the tannins um, kind of overpowered it a little bit for me. You think that's the cherry wood too? It might have been the, the cherry wood. I did some. I did add yeah, some water. Okay. I did add some water to it. But yeah, that could be the cherry wood that they those staves that they put in there. Actually, I get more of the I get more of the tannin with the water than I did without. I agree. The, now that I've added the water, I'm getting more of the uh, you know the dry wood note. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I mean it's. I'd say leave this one alone. Don't add water. Right. But I I don't know anybody. I, I don't remember if we've done anything where they've done alternating staves where they've used cherry wood staves. I've had some cherry French wood. French and American staves. Whenever. I've had some cherry wood finish, you know, where they either put chips or, or staves inside yeah. the barrel, but I haven't had it where they've alternated it before. So this is kind of interesting. Yeah. For me, I probably would have just stuck with a toasted one, you know, but mm-hmm. I think so they're trying. They, when they they're, say they're, there's toasted they're, staves, are they toasting and charring, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think this could have benefited well, they don't from more have char. To char, but they can def- they're definitely yeah. toasting. Yeah. yeah. I think this could it's, benefit from more char. I mean, when you're making a whiskey barrel here in the US, they're all just straight up charred, but some of them are given a toast before the char. Right. For a long period of time to get deep into the wood. The you wine know? wine barrels they'll do a toast without yeah. the char. Yeah. But so I'm, I'm saying with this, I think this the could be red layer more, goes a lot deeper. Yeah, I I think this could have benefit from more more toast. Uh, more char, sorry. More char, no? I don't know. I mean, it already came from a charred barrel, and now you're just finishing it off with the. The only thing I would have done different with, is with the toasted. And, and, and I think this is very interesting with the cherry wood. I mean, since it's their first release of the Origins, I might have just left it as at just all toasted. I would. Right. I would have maybe the next release. I would have done like a side special release with the cherry wood. I'm not saying I don't like it. I kind of dig it, um, but I would have just went you know straight down the middle of the road with it. There's a lot of dill here too, and mm-hmm. I know a lot of people love that dill rye. I think this is this is totally up up your alley. Mm-hmm. To me, I prefer more orange and floral notes. That's the Canadian style more than this. Well, yeah, you got to drop the rye content well, this down. One, this when, one kind of once you hit ninety five, then you're getting that dill whether you like it or not. Yeah. I mean, you get it. In, you know, that's sort of the MGP, uh, you know, moniker like like the bean peanuts. You know, everybody yeah. has their thing, but. Anybody that makes a 95.5 rye, you get the dill. I mean, it's just inherent in, in the mash bill. I think if they drop the rye content down, that might take it down and get more of the orange. And if you had the orange and the cherry, ooh, yes, that would, that's that where would I be want cool. It to be. <laughs> that's where I want it to be. Yeah, if you could get the orange amped up along with the cherry, this thing would be like a mouthful of candy. But as it is, like like I think there's another one where... The nose promised one thing and the palate didn't quite deliver, mm-hmm. but it's going in the right direction. They're mm-hmm. doing the right things. Agreed. A hundred percent. What'd you think, Mort? No, exactly. I mean, I agree with you guys. I think the nose was fantastic. Um, I love the cherry. I loved all the promise on the nose. I just felt that the palate was a little bit light and a little bit disappointing compared to, say, the nose. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a beautiful made whiskey. It, perhaps I don't even more have time. that problem. I just, I think it's just too green for me, and that's that too much dill. That's yeah. it. Just too much. That's my personal taste. I'm just wondering if they knocked the rye content down a little and brought that orange out, yeah. and then they did not every other stave, but every third stave with the cherry. Oh, look at you getting all technical every third stave with cherry. Because then you'd get the you'd, you'd get the cherry. You'd get. You the can't orange. change too many variables just at saying. once, man. You want to see what's happening. Change just one saying. variable at a time. It'd be like going to Willy Wonka's and, and you know eating candy all day. So, you know. Okay, Bob. 
I'm, yeah, I'm just throwing that out there. You guys, you know, you guys are the ones that are complaining. I don't know what to tell you. I'm, I'm the chill one here. No, I, I really enjoy yeah, what Watchtown well, is doing, dude. I really do. The dude abides. Exactly. We've been a couple times, and um, or Bob and I have been a couple. At least I've been, I've been a couple times with Bob. I don't know how many times Bob, Bob's been there. Bob probably lives there. How many times have you been there, Bob? Uh, more than I can count. Yeah, there you yeah. go. I've been there a couple times with Bob, and I really, I think it's a fantastic facility and they're very upfront with what they're doing and they'll tell you whose whiskey they're making that day. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a great. It's and a, a restaurant great, is solid. It's well, a great. It's uh, one great of the best place. restaurants in town. If you're going to go visit Bardstown, definitely. Or if you're, yeah. You if you're in Bardstown, if you don't go to Bardstown Bourbon Company, you've made a grievous error. So, and they, I think they're doing good stuff and I'm very happy yeah. with this origin series. Yep. Yeah. First time I'm tasting it. Exactly. It's their first release, and I think they're they're doing very well. So we're going to be rating the Bardstown Bourbon Company Origin Kentucky Straight Rye. Three sips. Interesting. Hey, and we're back, and we just finished talking about the new Origin Series whiskeys from Bardstown Bourbon Company. Very, very interesting stuff. I think they're well on the way to making some really quality whiskey. So we're going to go to our next one, and we're going to have Harm tell us about that one. Thank you again, Bob. The You're uncle, welcome. the uncle nearest straight rye whiskey is fifty percent ABV, one hundred proof. This is a straight rye whiskey that originates in Canada, according to the exact uh, American specifications required to be straight rye whiskey, and then aged in New York for a minimum of four years before moving down to Tennessee, where it is rested in uncle nearest barrels for an additional maturation. The liquid is tasted and barrel by barrel and blended by master blender and great granddaughter of nearest green Victoria L. Ed Butler, so um, I, we didn't talk about the story of Uncle Nearest. We've done it in other in other episodes. Oh, you can go about, yeah. I mean, uh, Bob, you know more about than me, but well, Nearest I mean, was yeah. the guy who apparently, and according to the stories, is the guy who taught Jack Daniels how yeah. to distill. Well, Jack Daniels was a young kid and was not happy with his stepmother, so he ran away from home at I was twelve or fourteen or something yeah. like that, and ended up moving in with uh, Reverend Dan Call who, in addition to being a reverend, also had a distillery and made booze. And the man that ran that distillery was, at the time, was an enslaved man named Nearest Green. And Uncle Nearest was the gentleman who taught Jack Daniels how to make whiskey when he was a kid. Um, Then the war happened, the slaves were freed and all that. And then eventually Nearest ended up going to work with Jack, um, there is a picture that circulates if you go there that shows Jack Daniels uh, standing next to a guy that originally they would say they, they used to say that's Uncle Nearest. But it's they, they've now come back and said, no, we're pretty sure it's not him. We think it's his son. But they because they look so much alike because they were you know, father and son. Um, but he's the man who basically ran the distillery when Jack Daniels was a kid and didn't know how to make whiskey. So, um, you know, that's that's the story in a nutshell. So they, they've resurrected the name, and now they're purchasing whiskey and bottling it yep. under the name. So this is, the uh, again, the straight rye. The color is a bright gold copper. Uh, the nose. This is a, a weird one. This is a very herbal nose. I don't expect this from Canadian rye a lot. Now, what's going on here? I get sweet pipe tobacco and tomato leaf. It's all tomato leaf for me. It's kind of weird. Very green. And uh, there's something else going on. A little bit of spice underneath, but not much. Mm. On the palate, the entry is a little tannic, 
a little bitter with a lot of um, baking spice. And it fades into like a chocolatey note. Um, finishes medium, but then it goes sweet again. It gets like it's it's a medium long finish, goes bitter, and then gets sweet, like honeyed, and then goes away. It's just all over the place. I have no idea what to think. Maury, what do you say? No, I agree with you, Harm. Uh, I, I thought that the nose was okay, but what I was really getting was uh, a monotone on the palate. For me, it was green. It was vegetal. It was uh, young. It was immature. Um, uh, you know, it just it needs time. Really needs time. Um, Brent, you know yeah, you want I mean, to add? I actually, I actually liked I actually liked the uh, the nose on this. It was soft. Uh, it was like a soft vanilla honey nose to me. Where? I mean, to me, it was where. Yeah, I don't see. I didn't get I, the. I, I didn't get the tomatoey thing. I didn't get it either it, on the nose. Right over me. I'm. I'm really. I can smell green tomato leaf here. And and the, I mean, I'll give you the honey underneath. There's the honey, yeah, but, but I'm not getting vanilla. But this one here, you also you you really need to add an ice cube or some water to this. To, to kind of take out some of those those tannins and the and the bitterness to it and I'll, as you I'll get try. on the palate yeah I mean it just it softens it up a little bit because I, I think the tannins kind of overwhelm it a little bit on your palate so but that's uh so but that's what I get from that's what I get when I'm on my palate and on my finish I I'm just uh, I don't know I don't know if I it's just not a, not for me Bob. Again, I didn't get that vegetal note. How do you not? Oh my god! It, may, it must be oh, really? or something. It's well, just see, that's the thing, and that's why you know when you see a show where it's like one guy doing a review, you know, it's like, well, that only works if it's your if you line matches. up with him. Yeah, like when we do the wine episodes, when we get Denise in here and do the wine episodes, I love having Denise here. One, she's much more literate than that monkey on the other end of the table. She's also but, easier on the eyes. Yeah. But how did he marry her? What how the, what how did you do that? He lied. Hey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but her palate and my palate in wine seem to always be in sync. Like if I if I'm going, I taste this, no one at the table will get it, but she'll get it. You know, it's so your palate is different. Everybody's palate is different. So that's why it's important to have a show like ours where you have four or five people going around the room because there are certain things people pick up. You got two people here picking up the vegetal thing and it's knocking them over. You got two people over here not picking up at all. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I, I'm Have searching. Have you eaten for a that. vegetable, Bob? You don't look like you eat vegetables. <laughs> no. Have you seen that body type of his? No. Does he look like he's ever eaten a vegetable? It's a shape. Pear is a shape. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, to me, the nose was fruit, just, not it a was vegetable. all just, you know, it was Back very, very sweet. Pears of fruit. Yeah, pears of fruit, and yeah. so, so is a tomato, literally. So yeah, um, very very sweet on the nose, which for rye, just like what it didn't register. It it this doesn't smell like rye. No. Mm. And then on the palate, um, that that tannic edge to it that that popped out. Is usually something I would get on something that had actually been aged a little too long. Yeah. Um, but usually if you can taste through that tannic, that old wood, you know, then there's, you know, you can taste the old whiskey behind it, something that's, that's come to that point. So I don't know why the tannic level is so high. 
Um, adding the water to it, it didn't make it go away, but it took that edge off to where it wasn't nearly as biting. Um, so this one definitely needs water. It is softened up a bit with air, but I honestly, I, it, it doesn't taste like a rye to me. It leaves me confused. Right. Yeah, it leaves me Not confused. Not confused and angry, just no. confused. No, just confused. Confused and angry is different. Confused yeah. and angry is your daily yeah, yeah, default. That's, yeah, I know. yeah, it's his nickname. But now I've got whiskey in me, so I'm no angry. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm a very happy <laughs> drunk. <laughs> yeah, sure. No reason to be angry. <laughs> He's a happy drunk. Okay. Yeah. How many times have you had to? Pick? Never mind. We won't even go there. So we're going to be rating the Uncle Nearest uh, Straight Rye Whiskey two sips. Well, isn't that nice? So that's going to take us to our next one from Uncle Nearest. We're going to have Brent tell us about that one. Thanks, Bob. This is the Uncle Nearest Uncut Unfiltered Rye, 59.8% ABV or 119.6 proof, 100% rye. Hey, careful, man. There's a beverage here, eh? Oh, for sure, yeah. This inaugural distillery-only release was made in British Columbia and was aged in New York for a minimum of four years before moving down to Tennessee. Uh, on the nose, I'm getting like that's that. where it went wrong. It went to New York. Went, Stay out of New York. Stay out of New York. Yeah. yeah. On the on the the color of this one, you get that um, getting more towards that 70s uh, copper penny kind of looking. Um, on the nose, again, I got honey, vanilla. I didn't. There's nothing in the nose said rye to me. Not yeah. one thing. Not yeah. one thing says rye to me. But on the palate, right away, I get some pipe tobacco, uh, some baking spice. A little bit of honey. Um, I get those tannins come through. Uh, what you really need to do with this one again is you need to add uh, some water or a cube ice cube to it. Uh, it really helps. Uh, it really helps the uh, the entire f- uh, complexity of this. Um, but overall, the the finish was kind of off putting to me a little bit. A little bit on this on the side of my mouth, where I, just on the side instead of my entire palate and. Uh, the tan has kind of overtook it a little bit as well. So the funny thing is, is this is the uncut rye. Yeah. And for me, the tannins were lower on this than they were on the first one. Yes, that's true. I mean, true. they're still high. They're, right. Um, and, and again, I, I'm a person who kind of likes an older woody whiskey, especially, you know, when like an older woody bourbon. Um, I kind of get in that mood and I kind of enjoy it. But usually with that, additional wood you get you know you you know behind that is you know a 17 18 here i am trying old. to make older woody jokes you know like, yeah, so yeah right no, nothing yeah. nothing nothing pg-13 here <laughs> mm, yeah no it's the moment the world has waited for exactly <laughs> so um you know it's you're you're getting that up front but then you're just you know you're getting a, a much younger whiskey behind which again confuses me <laughs> so so um it's yeah it's i'm i'm trying to figure it out yeah yeah it's it's definitely different you see you said this didn't remind you of rye this one i thought no on the nose on on the the nose nose, it did not remind me not on the nose nose at all see i got Uh, on the nose not at all but on the palate i said vanilla and i got the vanilla on the nose but i get a little bit of white flour which sometimes i associate with white white flowers which i sometimes associate with rye but that that damn tomato leaf keeps coming back again it's there. It's not as prominent as with the one with the, at, at the fifty percent ABV one, but it's still there. Oh my! And, and the palette is it's very green. Yeah, green wood chocolate. Not, not very pleasing to me. 
Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm still not getting that vegetable thing. <laughs> not either. Oh, yeah, well, you're veg- you must have had too many vegetables last night because this thing is a vegetable bomb. Yeah. It's young. It's not complex. It's not interesting. It might improve it with like age. resume. It might improve with age, but gosh, I'm so disappointed. On paper, this sounded great. Uncut, unfiltered, barrel strength, 120 mm. proof, 100% rye. I mean, how do you take something coming out of Alberta and this is, this is from British mess Columbia. it up? Yeah. This is British Columbia. It's a different. This, this, is, not, this is not Alberta yeah. rye company. This is somebody else is producing it. It's well, not you, it's me. It's coming no, out of Canada. It's it should it be you. amazing. And honestly, it's it's either in its uh, introverted, closed stage and waiting to open up and emerge or I don't know. But honestly, I, said, I had high expectations. You said taking it to New York thing is what they did. Yeah. yeah, I had high expectations. Last time I went to New York, I got bed bugs for crying out loud. So, yeah, I'd stay out of New York. Well, that's just because you brought them from home with you. I wish. I wish it was that easy. Well, yeah. what are we going to rate this one, Bob? Well, we're going to be rating the uh, Uncle Nearest Uncut Unfiltered Rye uh, two sips. Well, isn't that nice? So we're going to go to Maury for our next one. Why, thank you, Bob. The next whiskey is the Uncle Nearest Single Barrel Whiskey, barrel number eight, at 59% ABV. Or 118 proof. Each barrel for this relief release, excuse me, is distilled, aged, and bottled in Middle Tennessee. Again, it's got a beautiful burnished copper color on the nose. Uh, fairly similar to the others in that um, it does have a hint of vegetal, but it's definitely a little bit more approachable, and it's got some niceties that uh, I think you can appreciate. Then this one has much better viscosity. It coats the palate a little bit nicer. It's got a little more complexity. It's got a little more age on it. And it's got a more of a medium finish. This is definitely more drinkable and approachable compared to the other two. Uh, I think it's pleasant. I think it's well made. I think with a little bit of air, perhaps a touch of water. It's uh it's it's a serviceable whiskey. What do you think, Brent? So this one reminds me more of a rye than the first two that were ryes. Yeah. So it's yeah. you know the nose. I love this nose. The you're the, right. The best of all. This of them. is this is not a rye. This is just a right. Yeah. It's an American whiskey. No, this so, is American whiskey. Right, American whiskey. They don't. It's but uh, I love that this one. I love the nose on it over above everything else that we had from them. So I really love this. And then. Um, I got lots of pepper, baking spices, a bit of tobacco, uh, hints of vanilla. And then I got that little funk to it, like that old, kind of like that old funk that you get from the old, older whiskeys. Just a little bit, not a lot, you know, and stuff, but, uh, still has that little bit of bitterness to it. Yeah. And I, so I don't know where they're sourcing from or how they're getting the, cause this is the third one with the bitterness. So like, how do they go, go from three different places and still get that same bitterness is what I don't understand of why I'm getting that, you know, that those tannins and that bitterness all from three different sources of, of, uh, of their product. I don't know what's going so on. So many inappropriate jokes spring to mind, which I just, I will say <laughs> yeah. to myself. I was just thinking something along the lines of Uncle Nearest Tears had the bitterness yeah, to the whiskey. Let's, let's not go there. All right. Well, we're going to rate the Uncle Nearest single barrel whiskey, barrel number eight, three sips. Interesting. Yeah, it was definitely better than the other two, too. I, I, I didn't even get a chance to talk about it, man. 
I got. That's okay. We don't care what you have to say. Ah, whatever. All right. Well, let's move on to our last one, which is the Uncle Nigger's Single Barrel Rye, barrel number one, sixty point five percent ABV, one hundred twenty one proof, one hundred percent rye. Uh, made in Canada, aged in New York for a minimum of four years. Again, New York. Why? 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 Yeah. And again, <laughs> probably I, something to do with the taxation. I get a, I get a sweet nose on it, like a candied, like a candied orange. Exactly, that orange is like pops yeah. right out, like a candied orange peel. A little bit of the pith. I get just a little bit of that bitterness on the nose. Hmm. Uh, On the palate, brown sugar, maple, and then the finish just drops. Uh, as soon as you swallow, the finish is gone. What this is think, closer Brent? to style yeah. I like. Yeah, yeah. This, I mean, we had the uh, on the nose. Yeah, that that vanilla, the honey orange. I I love that. Um, again, I must have a bad nose. This does not remind me of a rye. Yeah. Uh, but it, yeah, the palate, vanilla, honey, a little bit of slight tobacco. It's but all you said, front. It's all front palate. Yeah, and you and you just said. It just finishes off the right off, so dies right off. All right. Well, we're running out of time, so we're going to rate the uncle nearest single barrel rye barrel number one. Three sips. Interesting. So anyway, um, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I, I'm just still kind of puzzled as to why the first two didn't smell like rye. Yeah, I'm, same thing. The I was puzzled by that as well. Yeah, so. the one that's know. the one that's actually not classified as rice, not more like rice. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank our co-host for joining us. Thank you, Brent. Uh, thank you. I kiss a lot of frogs today. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. Always a pleasure to be in the damp, dark basement. And thank you, Harm. You know, well, I I was here today. Thank you, I guess, Bob. I mean, <laughs> I mean. Well, for Sip, Sud, and Smokes. It's better to drink whiskey than not, right? (laughs) For Sip, Sud, and Smokes, the Made Man Bob, thank you for joining us. Remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey. Short day to day. (laughs) We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. The subscribe button. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone. Play podcast Sip Suds and Smokes. We love your feedback, and you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at Sip Suds and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands, millions, of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.